0: This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Uh, glad to be back on again tonight. Hope everyone's doing well. And it is Monday night, so that means it is time for me and Justin to have our weekly UConn football discussion. So, Justin, how you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing great after this. Uh, after this big win, how about you,
0: man? How incredible was that?
1: Oh, it was. It 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 just made me so excited. I mean, uh, that whole day I was I was like a kid in the candy shop.
0: Absolutely, like I was watching the game, and and we were carving pumpkins with the kids, and like it it was just like. My my son Tobias and I were just getting so excited while we were watching the game and everything. It was just <laughs> we're throwing pumpkin guts all over the place and everything, but it, it was a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> that's that's not a bad thing.
0: <laughs> but it's it's just incredible to see just the excitement around the program and just from the it just from the fans and like people on Twitter, it's just, it's just such a great thing. I mean, you and I have been so positive and upbeat about this, even when it was looking kind of grim. Uh, we were still super upbeat and po- positive about what we really thought could happen. And it's just great to see the success that the guys are having.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's really great. I mean, it's also the kids, you know, they, they, they hear these podcasts, and they, they see people uh, tweeting things out. And when it's positive, it just makes them want to win.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's, it's something that, you know, we haven't seen in a while, but I think positivity is coming back to the team, and this team is really going to play for the state of Connecticut, which is really nice to see. Haven't seen that in a long time.
0: And, and if we're going to talk about the state of Connecticut, we first have to lead off with Mr. Connecticut, and what a performance he had Saturday.
1: Oh, my goodness. I mean, he had a stellar performance. Um, he's definitely NFL-caliber player. I mean, the you know, forced fumbles, interceptions, sacks. I mean, he was just all over the field.
0: It was a complete game, really.
1: Yeah, I and mean, it was almost like a perfect – it was almost like a – if you can script the game, that's exactly how a player would want to script it.
0: Absolutely, and I know you and I have talked about this. And I, I've, on Twitter, I'm starting now a daily tweet where I, I am tweeting out every single day to get um, <clears throat> Jackson Mitchell recognition to be an All American, and I firmly believe he deserves that. I'm I'm now a member of the Football Writers Association, so I have a vote in the All-American team and he will be on my ballot. But I will continue to put out every day to get as many people um, to realize how good he is and for him to get the recognition he deserves.
1: Yeah, no, he, he definitely deserves recognition. This kid, you know, he. He plays the game of football he loves the game of football he does everything right he makes sure that you know everybody else too is playing up to their standard and he's a he's definitely the true captain of his team
0: absolutely and i i loved his comments I, I mean, he, after the game um when he was asked about boston college and uh how he wasn't good enough and he didn't fit to the, he wasn't up to their standard. So I, I, I loved that because I think, uh, Boston college and many teams for that matter, uh, are kicking themselves that they passed on him.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot of, I'm sure a lot of teams are kicking themselves and I'm glad that, you know, Jackson Mitchell had that fire in his stomach, you know, after what he, you know, they basically told him and, a lot of these college teams now are going to be looking at under the radar players that can develop and can become superstars.
0: And speaking of that, I think we have, you and I have been on this train for a little while now, but I think the rest of Husky nation is, uh, and, and America as a whole is starting to realize that Justin Jolie is that next guy.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. I mean, this uh, this past game when he had the nice sixty-two yard uh, touchdown, I mean, he just—he that was such a nice grab, and he's just getting better every single game, which is really nice to see out of a true freshman.
0: The sky is the limit, man. I I just I think he 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 has all the tools that you want out of a tight end, the, like. He's got that big body. He's quick, agile. I mean, he, he, and we've said this before, he reminds me so much of Isaiah likely and, uh, who was at coastal Carolina and now is with the Baltimore Ravens and had a great game this past Thursday. Um, and I, I just see a lot of similarities between the two.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're almost like, uh, they're, they're a tight end, but they're also a wide receiver. Like, yep, it's kind of like, uh, it, it, it's kind of cool to watch because usually your tight ends, you know, they're, they're bigger guys and, you know, kind of, kind of like a Travis Kelsey almost. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he almost, you know, he's changed, you know, as I likely and uh, Justin Jolie are kind of changing the game. And I think now we're going to see a lot more teams following
0: suit. He's a matchup nightmare. I mean, he's big and he's fast. So you put a linebacker on him, he's going to blow by him. You put a safety on him, he's bigger and stronger. You put a corner on him, it's not even close. He's just bigger and stronger. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's a beautiful thing to watch.
1: Yeah, I I think in the you know from the rest of this year on to next too, it's it's going to be kind of scary to watch him because he's just going to get better and. I mean, I, I I wonder how the defenses are going to try to you know block him. Are they going to are they going to double team him? Are they going to you know? I don't really know what uh, what the other teams expect, but I I really do think that he's just going to be able to just be a you know a shining
0: star. Absolutely. <clears throat> well, I, I would love to hear your thoughts on um, just everything from the game perspective, but let's start off like first from the tailgate perspective and just the atmosphere at the stadium. I mean, it looked, it looked pretty full. It was a great environment. It seemed, uh, I would just love to hear your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think this has been the first game in a while where, uh, we showed up kind of early for tailgating and there was a line of cars and the line took, quite a while i mean probably about 25 30 minutes to to park and i mean it looked like the parking attendants were kind of like uh shocked by it i wasn't too shocked but when i saw it i'm like all right we're gonna get the support today and the tailgating side too i mean it was it was pretty packed and usually you you can get a spot you know kind of kind of closer to where you go into uh to uh, go in where next you know to our seats and we we're actually on the other side of the stadium where uh, that, that's where they had us parking so I mean that was not a, that was a pretty cool thing and the whole the whole experience I mean uh, I think uh, ESPN had it you know um, the total count was a little over 25,000 uh, tickets sold and that stadium was pretty packed and pretty noisy it was really fun to watch
0: it 's a great problem to have that, they're, that that you have to wait in line for the tailgate i mean it, it really means that that people are buying into the husky revolution
1: yeah no I mean everybody is uh, buying into it uh, everybody I talked to at the game um, fans and all i mean they're they 're totally excited about this team they 're saying that you know the culture's changed. It's it's fun to watch UConn football again, and that's something that uh, I definitely applaud the coaching staff for because uh, they they came in and you know they support every single UConn uh, team, and they uh, just had total support of the kids that were there, and you could just you could just tell that the the culture has changed, you know, even on and off the field. I mean, the the, the kids are having fun, which is awesome to see.
0: Speaking of that, on, on Twitter today, there was an awesome video clip of, uh, uh, I I don't, I don't know exactly who it was, but somebody dressed up as the, as the mannequin at the front door and was like just playing a prank on the players and people that were walking in the front door, kind of scaring them and everything. And it's so refreshing just to see them having so much fun like that.
1: Yes. And it actually kind of made me laugh because, uh, I believe I, I I think it was Ian Swenson. And uh I mean he was he scared that poor little girl
0: at yes. the end of the <laughs> clip. I'm like go my goodness. <laughs> I, I loved I loved Justin Jolie getting the uh, officials whistle and uh and, and get at the end there. I I love that. It was it's just so much fun to see.
1: Oh, it's great. And I mean even uh, <clears throat> they had one up too where they went through a haunted house. Yeah. And uh, that was pretty fun to watch. I mean, when, when was the last time we ever saw, you know, outside of football where they're, you know, having fun at the facilities, they're having fun, you know, with each other. I mean, it's it, it's fun to watch. I,
0: I, I don't want to go go back to the previous regime, but I saw somebody on Twitter today say that Randy Etzel would have suspended players for having this much fun.
1: Yeah, uh, I, it, I that's probably pretty true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness we don't have to deal with that though.
1: <laughs> no, no, and I mean, uh, you know, uh, 2018 to 2021 we had four wins, and Jim Moore under his first year he has four wins. So, I mean, that's that's even awesome to. Uh, yes, see, uh, it was on Twitter, I believe it was yesterday.
0: Yes, I saw. I believe it was four and thirty-two. In that time frame, and now four and five, about to be five and five this week, hopefully. Um, just what I mean, just an amazing job. I mean, Jim Moore has to be mentioned in the National Coach of the Year conversation.
1: Oh, he has to, and I actually put a poll out too on Twitter saying, What happens if we go five and seven, six and six? Does Jim Moore deserve a contract extension, you know? Um, it's to the point where, you know, we're not going to lose out on them, but it's you know also nice. You know, do we wait until next year? I mean, it's that's the type of conversations that should be going
0: around too. I absolutely agree, and and you know my thoughts on that. I say absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, lifetime I, contract.
1: <laughs> yes, I mean, you know, you, you never know about football. I mean, you know, other teams can poach the the staff. Of course, they can. Yep. Um, But if you lock them down, I mean, this is the perfect time to to even lock them down for even more years, and they definitely deserve it. I I know that from years to go. Now we're 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 just going to see an upward trend.
0: Absolutely, it's it's a fantastic position to be in. That's for sure.
1: (laughs) Yes, and. It's, it's nice to see the turnaround. So, you know, quickly, I mean, it's, we kind we knew it, but you know, they definitely uh, they took it to the next level, which is nice.
0: Absolutely. And, and I'm not one for self-promotion and I will pr- promote you by saying this as well, because you and I have been on the bandwagon from the jump and that's why we do this show. And we've been doing this show every week since the season began because you and I are both 100% in on this team and we have been from the get-go and we have believed that this team could do something special. And it's, it's so, and I know we keep saying it, but it's so awesome to see the res the results coming.
1: Yeah, no, it, the results are awesome. I mean, even this too, the, you know, the, the, uh, Football players also they 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 reach out to fans on Twitter, and you know the coaches are reaching out on Twitter and they're they're liking everybody's posts and sometimes if you say hey you know in a in a direct message you had a great game, I mean they they say thank you very much. I mm-hmm. mean this is that's that's the type of thing too that will definitely uh, you know get more butts in this in the stands too.
0: <clears throat> Absolutely and and. What what are your what are you kind of expecting Friday night? I mean, I know UMass is obviously not very far away and it's a rivalry, so it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Um what what are you kind of expecting from a fan perspective that night?
1: Um, I expect the the uh same turnout um as as this game or even better, uh, because you know, Yukon fans do like that, you know, UMass uh Yukon rivalry. And I I definitely expect it to be uh pretty packed and it's just gonna be loud and you know, I'm I'm expecting a big uh a big win out of UConn.
0: Absolutely. Um Going going back into this past Saturday's game, how how many how many BC fans do you feel were there? Like, I, I, I know when we played Syracuse, there was a lot of Syracuse fans there. What, did it seem like that with BC as well, or was it mostly our people?
1: There was actually a pretty good mix. Um, I mean, on the BC side of the ball, um, stadium, it was pretty packed. And even on the Yukon side, the stadium was pretty packed. I mean, it... I, I actually think it was a pretty uh, well-balanced.
0: Because I kind of thought for that Syracuse game that it was a lot uh, a lot more Syracuse than UConn. So I, I, I was interested to kind of hear your perspective on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Syracuse game, you're, you're definitely right. I mean, the uh, Syracuse fans, I mean, there was quite a bit of them. Um, but this game, I mean... Uh, I would have to say it might it might have even been uh, more Yukon fans uh this time. I mean it's a uh, it was it's very hard. I mean it could have been 50 but too, but
0: obviously this win is it's it, I don't know if I want to say historic, but it's the first time Yukon's ever beat BC and what this win is going to mean for the trajectory of the Yukon football program and more so for recruiting, I think is going to be huge. Uh, I know I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter from players, from recruits that were at the game, and it just, it it it, ha- it has to mean a lot to get that victory.
1: Yeah, no, it, it, it definitely means a lot. I mean, uh, UConn is always battling D.C. for uh, recruits, and we did have some recruits visiting this weekend too. And that was very, it was a very nice win. And uh, a lot of them were excited. Um, they're trying to build on 2024 recruiting. And I think this is only just going to help it because, uh, you know, now we can steal some recruits from uh, BC and even, even, you know, the regional guys, um, Pennsylvania, you know, some of the, some of the regional states, And I, I, I actually think there's going to be some, uh, uh, pretty exciting, uh, commits, uh, coming out, uh, next year. I mean, um, for, for next year, because, uh, I, I actually, every single recruit that came in said they feel like they're, you know, they're like family and they feel welcomed and, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely going to build on something special.
0: I agree. I've, I've seen, I've seen the same thing. I mean, and and I, I mean right now i know that they've they've been offering a lot of junior college kids and i mean we obviously know they're they're going to wait on the transfer portal too but just the the success that's that's that they've had this year but more importantly the culture like you just said that the culture shift and change is just going to help tremendously when it comes to the recruiting
1: yeah I- I mean, the junior college kids um, that we're offering it, it only makes sense too because we are bringing in a lot of uh, freshmen from last year's class. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, from last year's class, and it—it uh, it, it just helps. It almost, you know, those junior college kids can help out the younger guys too, and you know, they'll—they'll they'll see these guys come in and play a certain way, and ask them questions, and that's just how you can develop players. Uh, in a different
0: uh, standpoint, also, absolutely. <clears throat> well, I, I know that we're we're looking forward to the game Friday night against UMass, but but today it was announced that the series is going to continue um, even uh, next year with a neutral site game. Um, so, I, I would love to hear your thoughts on where you, where you might think that the neutral site game would be.
1: So a neutral site, um, I'm I'm thinking, you know, probably Fenway Park. Uh, another good choice is Gillette Stadium. Those are probably the the most neutral sites um, in this in this area. Or you know, we can go to BC and play on their field. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I vote for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> they
0: they can they could see some good football finally.
1: Oh yeah, we should definitely ask. Uh, let let uh, David Benedict know that.
0: <laughs> Ad Dave Benedict, if you're if you're listening, uh, let's make that happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but I, I mean I agree with you. I think obviously Fenway would be a special thing, and then Gillette Stadium, of course, makes sense too. I mean, I think, I think those are the two likely scenarios.
1: Yeah, and um, you know. With the series extension too, I'm very glad about that because I I I think that's pretty good um, to get you know some regional games in there and to have to have those to have UMass on the schedule too to solidify some uh, future schedules, which is nice. Absolutely, so I would definitely go. I definitely go to Fenway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I I think it's 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 only right to have them on the schedule too. I mean. Uh, what what's college football without the rivalries? I mean, that's one of the things that makes college football great, and everybody loves a great rivalry.
1: Yeah, no, it, it, everybody does. I mean, it's there's definitely has been, you know, UConn played UMass in in the past, past, and uh, I mean, it's almost like it, it, it's it's almost fun to watch. If you ever went to a UConn UMass uh, game, I mean. It could be pretty brutal. I mean, bands can be, you know, not, not mouthy or anything, but man, it, it's, it's almost like you're battling for who's louder. I mean, <laughs>
0: it's, it's a lot of fun. That's awesome though. That, 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 that's why you go to a college football game. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and,
1: uh, I actually have a funny story about, you, uh, I actually went up to UMass a few times, uh, when UConn played them. And uh, of course the, uh, the, you know, UMass fans they go on the visitor side, and of course, they don't like how loud we are usually. And it was just—it was actually pretty funny because they're telling us to shush and stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that is that what uh, we're gonna do this this Friday? We're gonna tell them to shush. <laughs> oh yeah. All <laughs> UConn side will go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It, UMass obviously is <clears throat> having a bit of a down year. I mean, they're, they've struggled this year. Um, they've, <clears throat> they're, they're deficient in a lot of categories. I mean, they're, they're very well coached. Don Brown is one of the best coaches in America, honestly. I mean, he's, and I think he's going to get that going the right way, but he came into a very, very difficult situation.
1: Yeah, no, he definitely did. I mean, you know, it's he—he he hasn't really brought in his, you know, type of players yet. Um, he's definitely trying to, you know, develop players that are in there right now. Um, you see, probably a lot of the players too are probably you know FCS quality, and it—it's—it's—it's it's, it's tough to walk into um, a, a job like that, but he's definitely going to, you know, bring them up to. Where they should be, and I say, you know, they're probably. I'm thinking they're probably about two or three years out.
0: Right, I I, I agree with that, <clears throat> and I, I know that he's that they've been doing pretty well in the recruiting trail uh, this year. So, it, I it's only going to be good for everybody involved that that they're good. I mean, <clears throat> it's good for UConn. If UMass is better too, I mean, because it's only going to make UConn better.
1: Yeah, no, most most definitely, and it's almost like too that they will be battling out in the recruiting trails, and it'd be actually kind of fun because you know they also give you they also give you competition, and it's right because if if you know if UConn also let's say if they do want to get out of independent and go into a um, conference i mean umass once once they get up to you know where they should be i mean they they could even be you know almost like a a dual
0: package almost right right i agree and i i know i know that's something we kind of discussed a little bit last week on the show was the dual partnership potentially and uh i absolutely agree with you
1: yeah, I mean it's 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 something that you know should be you know considered, and it's kind of a it's kind of a fun thing. I mean, uh, even if even if you know we just want to move football only somewhere, I mean I don't know we're probably going to move all sports if we go anything big, right? But it, it, at, at least it gives conferences options if they need two you know two football teams. You pretty much got them,
0: right? Well, I, I would love – I'd love to hear any any more of your insight from the game Saturday, uh, like anything that stuck out to you from the game. I, I, I know we were talking before we went on the air that we didn't run the ball as, as well as we have recently, and we had some pretty costly penalties that killed momentum on the offensive side of the ball. Um, but I guess we can – Let's talk about the offensive side of the ball. I mean, we started really hot, and then just kind of, I don't want to say stalled or sputtered, but it just didn't get going again. I think those penalties really killed it.
1: Yeah, no, it, it, it definitely did. I mean, they probably could have pushed the score up even more. Um, and the penalties is what, is, is what killed it uh, on the offense. I mean, Aaron Turner had a really nice game. I thought he could have. You know, broke out for a touchdown at times. Uh, uh, I, I mean, the rushing. You know, it it was kind of it, it was almost well balanced. We didn't you mm-hmm. know well have many yards, but it was kind of a well well balanced um, uh, running back um, uh, situation on Saturday. The um, I there there was some passes to uh, Kevin's cs too that you know he he did miss kind of a, a bigger one that we could if he caught it, we probably could have punched it in for a touchdown. Um, But they, you know, penalty wise, I mean, they kind of shot themselves in the foot there. Uh, I, I actually thought that Zion Turner was actually going to have a, you know, more yards than what he ended up with. I think he ended up with 173 yards uh, passing. And he, he's, he's just, he's just looking better too, more confident. I mean, he's, He's more decisive with the ball, which is really nice to watch. Uh, what we really need to, to to work on, though, is stop with the turnovers. You know, uh, you know, make better make better plays, catch the ball, um, that type of stuff. I mean, it's a lot of uh, basic things.
0: Right, and I I couldn't agree more with Zion. Like he just like you said, so much more decisive, like he's making decisions quickly and he's tending to make the right read every, almost every time now where we're just, it it, it it makes everything flow better. Um And like you said, we've had some drop passes here or there, but <clears throat> we, we just need that consistency to keep going.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I agree. And I, you know, I, I thought I, I think too that maybe you know Justin Jolie could have been you know added more into the offense after very you know, that big touchdown.
0: <clears throat> very very true, and and I kind of said the same thing uh, after the Ball State game too, because he had that big touchdown in that game too, and it was just like they they kind of I don't want to say they stopped looking his way, but it just it's he could be utilized more.
1: Oh yeah. And he can, I, I think, you know, you know, for the, for the next, you know, even UMass Liberty army, I mean, that's, he's going to have to be utilized more because I don't, I really don't think he can get stopped. And if he does, he does. But I mean, I, I, I think he could potentially, uh, open up the offensive
0: playbook. Absolutely. Well, of course we have to talk about the defense. Uh, Just, uh, unbelievable performance i mean just on every level uh just almost almost spot on in everything i mean just such a great job by the defense
1: oh the, the defense was great um it was there was a few guys too that uh that that really stuck out at me besides uh jackson mitchell garante jones um Malik Dixon. But the uh, Price Yates and Eric Watts also had a pretty big game. <clears throat> and I know that uh, um, uh, Carter Hooper, um, he's a true freshman, and he came in and recovered a fumble. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of guys that are just growing, and the guys up front did a really nice job. Uh, linebackers did a really nice job. Corner safeties. I mean, it was, it was just a... It was just a great game. And looking at BC's numbers, too, I mean, they had pretty good numbers. You would think that they would have, you know, they would be on top. But the turnovers for them, I mean, we, mm-hmm. we forced a lot of turnovers. Uh, we shut down Zay Flowers. He had two fumbles in the game. I mean, you know, even even the quarterback, uh, I'm probably going to butcher his name, but Yurkovec?
0: Jerkovic. Right? Jerkovic
1: the COVID, um, he also, we really shut him down also. I mean, he had interceptions. Uh, we we almost, we were definitely the more aggressive uh, team on uh, defense. I mean, their defense played pretty well too, but mm-hmm. our defense just, you know, they we, we just shut them down at the end of the day.
0: the The thing that I was most excited to see was. What they were able to do against Zay Flowers because Zay Flowers is going to play in the NFL. I mean, he is a electric wide receiver, and the way that they were able to shut him down, especially in the fourth quarter, I mean, just just a tremendous job. I mean, he fumbled the ball twice, I believe it was, and uh, just it, it, to be able to do that against an NFL wide receiver, and I kind of said the same thing when they played Fresno State with uh, with Moreno with a uh, Moreno Cropper. Cause he's going to be an NFL wide receiver too. And we did a really good job against him too. So it, it's great to see uh, the, the secondary doing a fantastic job against the elite level of wide receiver, but it, it's not just those guys too. It's like you said, it's the linebackers It's uh, the defensive line has been really, really good the past couple of weeks too. I mean, it's just, it's been a breath of fresh air.
1: Yeah. And you know, also, and like linebacker-wise, uh, the blitzes were just called at the right times. Yes, I mean it was, it was almost like you know, like like I told my dad and uh, and my sister's boyfriend, I said they almost look like a NFL you know type defense the the, the way they're playing. I mean, they look they they just they just look their part, which mm-hmm. was nice to see.
0: Right, it, it's it's fun to watch that defense fly around like that.
1: Yeah, no, it, it definitely is, and you know, from from the beginning of all this, you know, you know, like like we said, the key was, you know, the guys up front you do their job, which makes you know everybody else's job a lot easier. And I mean, they're they're really doing a heck of a job out there, and and they definitely they definitely learned, and this is probably you know, if if they keep going, I mean, this defense could be pretty good from here on out.
0: Absolutely. And if they, if they translate what they did against BC over to UMass, I, I, it could be scary this Friday night.
1: Yeah, it could be, it could be very scary. And, uh, you know, it, it also helps them out with Liberty game too. Yes. And um, it just makes them stronger. But yeah, the UMass game, you know, I think what they need to do is just go out there and just play their game and don't be nervous and just just keep it going
0: you know right. keep
1: the momentum going
0: I want to see a 31 to 3 game like just put it on them like take care of business I mean I think this is a game where we can we can force turnovers for one but I think we can get a defensive touchdown or- Um, even on special teams, we can make some plays, but then I think offensively we can really take advantage of some stuff too.
1: Yeah. And I definitely see, you know, if, if, if we can run the score up, we're going to run the score up, um, you know, at a certain, at a certain point too, it's, you know, it it, during the UMass game also, if you want to do some, you know, new trick plays and everything like that, I think it's a good game to, to throw it out there.
0: Right, and and you kind of hinted towards this already, but the defense stepping up the way that they are is, is going to be huge against Liberty because Liberty has a high-powered offense, and that's a good football team. They just got ranked this week, um, number 23 in the nation now. Um, so that's that's going to be a stiff test when, uh, when they come to town. Yeah, they just,
1: you know, for that game too, they just need to – They just need to, you know, think it's, you know, zero, zero. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about anything, you know, just go out there and, and, and play, you know, play the game of football.
0: Absolutely. And and I know uh, we had somebody ask us on Twitter about that game. And I mean, I don't want to look too far ahead. Uh, Look, I, you don't ever want to look past any opponent. Like I I don't want to look past UMass at all, but uh, I think we're all in agreement that, that's a game that we should win and handle and take care of business and do what we need to do. Um, and then you can celebrate that and turn your focus to Liberty, um, who like we both just said is a good football team, but, um, they haven't played the best schedule in the world. They play Arkansas this week. So it's going to, we're going to find out a lot about Liberty this week, about how good they are. Um, so it'll be interesting to see that result. Um, but with the way that the Huskies are playing, I I'll take their chances against a lot of teams right now.
1: No, yeah, And in, in the, the the way the Huskies are clicking, I mean, mm-hmm. I I don't see why why they can't beat a Liberty. I mean, I, I I don't see it. You know, they can. They. I think it's going to be a true test, you know, like mm-hmm. we're saying. But it's it's definitely a game where you know we can we could definitely take advantage and, and, you know, they're, they're, they're going to look at UConn like, Oh, whatever. But I mean, right. I, I think UConn, if, if you could just, you know, you know, smack them in the face a couple times, I mean, uh, I, I really do think they have a pretty good chance with, uh, for, uh, beating them.
0: I agree. And I think it's, it's like we've said all season. I mean, teams kind of take, take us for granted. So, if you get off to a good start quick start um it really it and we we've seen it already this year it it, it teams are kind of like shaken by that and they're like whoa we're in for a game
1: yeah and it's i i think it also you know it it definitely opened up people's eyes and now they're like oh crap now you know when we go and play Yukon it's going to be a game and mm-hmm. you know it's they're they're going to try to you know make sure that they can stop every single play, but, you know, UConn <clears throat> UConn, you know they, as as long as they just play aggressive and, you know you, you, you strike first, I mean there's, the, the sky's a limit for them.
0: Absolutely <clears throat> You got anything else you want to hit on from Saturday's game before we talk a little bit more about UMass?
1: I actually think I hit everything.
0: Awesome, awesome Well, I'll talk a little bit about UMass right now. I I don't want to uh it, it, I I don't want to like bash anybody because I have I've gotten to know a handful of UMass fans and players and great great group of people and, and 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 like I said some really good people. Um but UMass is struggling. I mean they're they're uh one in 7. Yes, one and seven. Um, so, I mean, they've had a tough year. Uh, they lost to a very good Tulane team at the beginning of the year. They lost to a very good Toledo team. Um, their only win is against FCS uh, Stony Brook. Um, they, they hung in there against Eastern Michigan, who who has turned out to be decent. Um, then uh, they played Liberty early in the year, lost forty two to twenty four. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, there's a like opponent there. Just this past weekend, they played New Mexico State um, in in Massachusetts and lost twenty three to thirteen. Um, and they only had two hundred fifty nine yards of total offense, less than hundred yards passing. Um, that's that's been a a huge issue for them all season. Is passing the ball? Um, just they haven't been able to get it clicking they're only average, they're averaging less than 80 passing yards per game. Um, they got 630 total passing yards on the season in eight games. So it's been a struggle for them. Um, they're a much better rushing team. Um, they have seven rushing touchdowns. They only have one passing touchdown on the season, uh, nine interceptions. So, I mean, this is a team that, that, uh, that has struggled through the air. Um, but like, like, like we said, you can't take anybody for granted. Um, this is a rivalry game. They, they don't like UConn. UConn doesn't like UMass. I mean, they're going to be, they're going to be fired up and ready to go. Um, so like I said, you, you never want to look past anybody, but, uh, especially in a rivalry game, but the way that the Huskies are playing, I think this is like, we kind of already said, this is a game where the Huskies can try to take advantage of some things. And, uh, I think can look to win handily. Um, love, I would love to hear your thoughts, Justin.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, with, with, with UMass too, you know, I, I do have respect for them. Uh, you know, we 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 went down the same road and, you know, all they really need is a team, a, a game that can, you know, push them to that limit where like, Hey, we can win. Um, I, you know, total respect. You know, this is a huge rivalry. Uh, I really do think that, you know, did, UMass can they can score points. I mean, I mean, it's it's it, it's not like they can't score at all. Uh, Connecticut, you know, we can't be we, we we can't overlook them. I mean, we really can't overlook them, and I think it's actually. The rivalry game, game against uh, UMass, is sometimes re- really good. Um, I mean, sometimes it's high scoring. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that we can, you know, defense can shut them down. Offense, you know, can uh, click more. Uh, Zion, I'm hoping that he can at least, you know, pass over 200 yards this game.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: looking that I'm. It, it could definitely be a good game for uh, you know our offense as long as we just, you know, keep it cool, no, no penalties, uh, this, you know, we can, I, I believe we can, you know, keep them, uh, to, uh, to a single digit, uh, score. Um, and I'm just, I'm just hoping that this game is a, is a fun game to watch.
0: Absolutely. And, and I think the only thing that would need, that would need to be said is, uh, remember last year, and what happened there. So, I mean, I think, <clears throat> I think if anybody was looking ahead at all, which I don't think that this team would ever do that Jim Moore and that coaching staff are not going to allow that. Um, and, and how refreshing is it to, to be able to sit there and say we can't overlook someone. Like, I think it's, it's, it's refreshing that we've gotten to that point now.
1: Yeah, it's 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 definitely been a while, and it's you know to have to have confidence in your team again too, and and be able to you know have that you know pride and you know the the weird feeling you get inside when your team's good, you know that really good feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's something that we've been waiting for for a very long time, and it's just fun again. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a blast. And I'm hoping that, you know, from, from the games here on out, you know, our, our guys just have fun. I mean, just go out there and, and just do your thing and have fun.
0: And and it certainly looks like they are. I mean, just, just when you watch them play, they're smiling, they're having, they're, they're having fun. I mean, they're smiling, they're enjoying themselves. Like you see the stuff that they're putting out on Twitter, uh, just, it, it, it's refreshing.
1: Yeah. And, and it, it almost seems like the playbook too, where it almost was almost made for, you know, the players, like mm-hmm. it's just that it was, it's just that perfectness in there and they just seem more confident. And it almost seems like it's, you know, it is a complex defensive system and offensive system, but it's fun for the kids. And I think that's, that's what, Is the difference uh, this year than last year, the year before?
0: Absolutely, and uh, I I think that's going to bring us to the end of the show. I mean, we've I think I think we're we're both obviously super fired up from what happened Saturday. We're super fired up for Friday. I mean, this is this is a big deal. I mean, obviously you got a big rivalry game coming up, but it's like we've just been saying. The to have the expectation now to go into a game where you're, I'll say, heavily favored, and and to have that expectation is uh, tremendous.
1: Oh yeah, and, and actually, I, I I actually can't wait to uh, wear my uh, Mora uh, sweatshirt to this
0: game. I love that. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's awesome. Well. Uh, as always guys we just and I both appreciate everybody who listens to our weekly show here. Uh, we really really appreciate it and we always enjoy the questions we get to we appreciate everybody uh, with that and uh, Justin tell the listeners where they can uh, follow you.
1: Uh, you can follow me at Hawkeye 282 on Twitter and also my Instagram account I follow uh, UConn Sports it's uh, Justin B860.
0: Give them a follow, guys. I promise you uh, won't be disappointed. Uh, Feel free to follow me at coach underscore B Will at always the podcast at TNT College Foot One. Uh, Again, thank you guys for listening. Have a good night. God bless, and go Huskies.